Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here back with the full squad tonight. Joining me to my left is Mr. Lee Hancock. Hello. And Mr. Roy Hancock to my right. How are we going? Gentlemen, we're here. The band, as I said, is back together once again, this week tackling our Western Conference end-of-season grades. Mm. Uh, you and myself, Roy, we tackled the Eastern Conference last week. Enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, mm. too. It was fun. I enjoyed that, too. But mm. the, our third compadre joins us tonight. Lee, you pumped up to be back? I am. What are we doing, West? We are doing the West. Oh, oh God. My goodness. Good. I was about to say, there's been a big breakdown of communication. <laughs> we've not got this right. But we have, thankfully. So we a have. big we episode have. in store. Uh, before we get into it, though, guys, a big shout out to both Stadium Scene and The Cover, week in and week out, continually doing tremendous work for us, as well as a whole host of other content creators in and around Australia, New Zealand, the US and Canada. Mm. So very appreciative of all their continued hard work and support of us and our work that we do here at The Daily Dribble. Definitely. Lads, this is going to be the last episode before we embark on a bit of a, uh, a couple of week break, just to reset and recharge the batteries. You know, the season has come and gone. Um you know, I've got a I've got a bit of a cruise coming up, so I'm yes. certainly looking forward to getting away for a couple of weeks. <laughs> but um, just for all you guys out there, as I said, couple of week break. We will be back though. Um, the socials will still be running rampant, so continue to stay up to date with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok to get the latest news from the NBA and the NBL as soon as it breaks. Um, without further ado, though, we've got 15 Good Western stuff. Conference teams to get through, so let's do it. We'll start with the da- Dallas Mavericks. No odds and ends. No, no, no odds, odds and ends, mate. We're straight into it. All right. The Mavs finished 11th with a record of 38 and 44. Bro, what did you make of their season? I'm going to start off with a bang here. I have given them my lowest grading of any team Ooh, so far. Of, of any team? Of any team so far. East and West. Like, East and West. Oh, my West, goodness. This East is and West. Okay. I have given them an F. Oh, an F. For... Effing terrible year. What a <laughs> shocking year it's been for the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, we think about the expectations, regardless of whether they had Jalen Brunson coming into this year to help them or not. Yep. You still would have had them as one of the legitimate contenders in the West, I would have thought. And I'm they have them. just failed in every single aspect throughout the course of the season. You've got a once-in-a-generation type of player in Luka Doncic and you just struggle to put the players around him who can help him reach that anywhere near success. And yep. they've just fall, fell, oh, they've fell way short this, this season. And um, oh, I just don't know where to be from here for the Dallas Mavericks. They acquired Kyrie Irving throughout the season. Yep. Didn't really, as, much, as great of a player as Kyrie Irving is, it didn't really move the needle. But they kind of it. went off a cliff in that, mm. you know, that, you know, the second and third third of the mm. season, more so the second half of the season. They started really well. They were looking at home court advantage and they just went completely off a cliff. And, you know, even when Kyrie came in, you thought maybe that would be a bit of a catalyst for them getting their season back on track. But it, it went the opposite way. And you know, as I said, they finished 11th. They didn't even make the play in, let yeah. alone the playoffs. You know, at one point we were very strongly talking about home court. Mm. So a big, big, big disappointment there. Yeah. Everon. And an F. And wow. I think that's, I, to be honest with you, I think that's completely warranted given Absolutely. where we thought they'd be coming into the season and then to not even make the play. Mm. And that's the big bit. It, it may have been a slightly more generous grade if they had have made, you know, the play-in tournament at the very least. Yep. But to not even make it, that's embarrassing. Uh, I, well, I gave them a pretty poor grade as well. I gave them a D-. minus. Uh, I thought Luca was super, super solid once again when he was on the court. He played 66 games, averaging 32.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, 8 assists. Mm. Yet there's only so much one man can do. Mm. He just didn't have the running mates this year, even when Kyrie came in. Um, I agree wholeheartedly with you, Ro. A mm-hmm. very disappointing campaign, to say the least. Yep. D-minus, I gave him as well. This mm. day and age, no matter how good of a player you are, and I'm talking about Luka Doncic here, you've got to have some you know, value and some some worth around you. To, to break the postseason, which they didn't. Yeah. I, I knew it was, it was a glaringly obvious um, bad sign at the start of the season when they opted JaVale McGee as their starting starting centre. A little bit concerning. Some of these teams, they give some of this information and you, you think, oh, surely they have something cooking behind the works. There's nothing cooking behind JaVale <laughs> McGee. You know? no, I don't no, even know. Is he still even in the league? I don't know. Uh, but... He'd be hanging around. He's somewhere. Sure. He's yeah. one of those Making guys who just somehow stays within the league despite probably not warranting a spot. 
Like DeAndre um, Jordan, for example. Yeah, exactly. He's a great point and mm. point example there. But they've made some good postseason moves, haven't they? What have they? I, what have they done, Lee? They've re-signed Kyrie. Um, they, and they, I think they only re-signed Kyrie because no one else would take him on yeah, by the sounds yeah. of it. Well, so, the one I, I was thinking was Tease Thibel, but his player uh, option no, got picked got, up anyway. Uh, yeah. Got Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant got Williams. Grant, yeah, Grant Williams there. Case. I think it was yeah. four yep. years, 52 million, if memory serves correctly. So, yep. Yep. yeah, they are trying to do things, and they certainly have to given the way this season went down. Yeah. So big things coming in Dallas. Mm. Yes. Let's move ahead to the newly crowned NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets, Lee. Uh, they finished first with an overall record of 53-29, and 29, mm. went on to win the NBA championship. Mm. How did you grade their season? I've popped an A down, but I'll, I'll, I'm just going to go and give them that extra mile, give them an A+. I've given them yep, an A+. Plus. Me too. I mean, they did have a fantastic season. It really was the season that everything clicked. Everyone was healthy. Um, they had a couple of ugly losses to teams they shouldn't have lost to, uh, Rockets, Jazz, but, you know, every NBA team has this. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. Going to go A+. Plus. I likewise have given them an A+. Plus. Uh, they didn't miss a beat at all through, throughout the regular season. And they, to be honest, made pretty light work of the playoffs. They, they beat the Timberwolves 4-1, the Suns in the second round 4-2. They swept the Lakers 4-zip in the mm. conference finals before prevailing over the Heat 4-1. Jokic had an MVP-level regular season. Um, you know, I think in our eyes, he was probably the deserving MVP despite yeah, no going doubt. to Embiid. Yep. Um, yet he clinched the finals MVP in emphatic fashion um, and also signs are pointing towards, you know, we spoke about this a few weeks ago once they had wrapped up the title, a potential dynasty run here mm. within mm. the works with Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic making up that key four. They are poised and primed to really run kind of Rough shot over the league for the next couple of seasons. So, you know, everything that could go right did go right this season. So A-plus for me. Yeah, and A-plus for me as well. And, you know, the champion, you'd think you'd have a few more notes. But for me personally, <laughs> bless you, Lee, for me personally, it's almost like that student in school who's done so well that you don't really have much to yeah. much criticism or much to say about their year. They've just excelled in a regular season. They were the best team all year and they... Yeah, brought that through to the playoffs and they didn't look worried, as you said, Nick. Yeah. They sort of seemed to breeze through the playoffs when other teams had a really difficult run. They just it always seemed it almost seemed destined to be their season this year. And um, yeah, incredible, incredible year. Well, let's let's flip across to the uh, the former champions, the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, I predicted them for a first first place com- uh, regular season standing, mm-hmm. should I say. Mm-hmm. They finished sixth at forty four and thirty eight. I've given them a C minus. Uh, looked like mm. a bit of a title hangover. They struggled without Curry. He only played 56 games. Mm. In that time, though, he averaged 30 points, six rebounds, six assists, and looked at his brilliant best. Mm. Did. Um, you know, I think missing Andrew Wiggins really, really hindered them. Uh, he missed more than half the regular season, and, you know, that hurt their chance of clinching home court mm. advantage. Mm. They did make the playoffs, though, despite that. They beat the Kings 4 3 in a thrilling series. Before going down to the Lakers 4-2, um, you know, it was it almost felt like a bit of an end to their dynasty this season, but they have brought back the uh, the cast and crew, Draymond getting re-signed mm-hmm. there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out next year with them all being a year older, but uh, they were just a little bit off the pace. As I said, a bit of a championship hangover it looked like this year, and those injuries certainly played their part, so C-. minus. I went C-plus for the... For the Warriors, something that I uh, I, I don't think anyone uh, understands or has an answer for were those road struggles that they experienced. Mm-hmm. Just, Horrendous. Just couldn't couldn't grasp a win on the road. Um, and like you were saying, Nick, this first year looked like the decline of, mm. of that um, championship era. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, you still got your core and your core will play great, but gave gave up on Wiseman, which is was probably the wise idea. Oh, <laughs> Turn it down. Lee is not one for play on words, but he's done it. <laughs> he's, he's got it in the kit bag. For, I for, like it. For a team built around win now, Wiseman wasn't the no, yep, option. Agree. Um, I agree. I'd just love to see more minutes out of players like Kaminga and Moody, see them get their shine. And whether even if it's not on Golden State, you know. I'd Do you think to- that's where they've towed the line this offseason? Because we spoke about last year, it felt like they were really kind of, 
in that uh, middling point of do we go for it? Do, do we still compete? Hmm. Do we nurture the young youngsters? They're building Chris Paul this season. He's what's he 37, 38, 38, 38, 38, 38. Um, yeah. You know they they're only getting older. They've offloaded mm-hmm. Jordan Paul, uh, Jordan Poole, should I say? Yep. You know they're still really looking to capitalize on the last couple of good years of Curry, Clay, um, and maximizing that championship potential, aren't mm. they? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Row for yourself. How did you rate the Warriors' season? Yeah, I'll split the middle with the gradings. I gave them a C. Um, you know, like coming off a, a championship season, you almost had your expectations are already through the roof, mm. but. As we were mentioning earlier, like you have someone come out of your roster who's as important as Andrew Wiggins. And we probably didn't anticipate when Andrew Wiggins came over to Golden State for him to be as important as he yeah, ultimately turned out to be for Golden State. But that um, that out for the majority of the season was quite impactful. Yep. And it sort of resulted in me sort of excusing that them falling falling out of the playoffs as early as they did. And you can't help injuries, can you? You can't. You really can't. So I'll give them a C. I'm not writing them off. They're a team. Maybe they're maybe then not the dynasty team that they were once upon a time, but I reckon they're still going to be in, in and around the pitch next season. You wouldn't want to face them, would you? You wouldn't. That? You really wouldn't. No. Well, let's move ahead to a team that we probably don't need to linger on for mm. quite as long. The Houston Rockets. They finished 14th with an overall record of 22 and 60. Row. Rockets, do you have much to say about them? Not really. I've given them a D plus, and it might be a little bit harsh given that we, we I think we all would have thought that they wouldn't really make much noise if any yeah. this season, and they didn't. But you look at the 22 wins and you're thinking, geez, I, I reckon they even fell short of what people were predicting for them this year, mm-hmm. which is sort of the reason why I've failed them. Um, but in saying that, they've got a little bit to look forward to with a couple of begins over the absolutely uh, um, for next season. So um, yeah, not all doom and gloom. Lee, for yourself, how did you rate the Rockets' season? I gave them a D minus, actually. Oh. So just short of an F. Oof. They some mm. somehow managed to fall short of their low low expectations they already had. Mm. But to match the wins that the Spurs had, who you know it's generous to call the Spurs a G League team at this point with without Wemby, mm. um, they they match their wins at twenty two. Um, I, I just wanted to see more out of their young players, even if they don't aren't developing cohesively this past season. I wanted to see a bit of individual development, namely Ooh. from um, Jabari. Yeah, got right. nothing. Got nothing. Look, he season. I thought he looked all right, didn't he? I thought he was. I thought he was solid. Oh, I, I, mean, I feel like he just... fell short of expectations. Didn't he go second or third? Yeah, he was. He was right up there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. it's hard to. What, what's the expression? It's hard to fly like an eagle, surrounded <laughs> with pigeons. Particularly when you're playing on the Houston Rockets. I um I actually gave them a C. Oh, my yeah. my expectations. I predicted a 14th place finish. They they That's executed they that. Yeah. Um. I thought Jalen Green showed a little bit more growth. I thought Jabari Smith was solid. He was alright. Um, but no, the biggest positive for me was Alper and Sengun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. give give all credit to Sengun. He averaged yeah. 15 points, nine rebounds, four assists in his second season, and really looked like he's going to be a key key part of their rebuild. Yeah. Um. The young core. I'm quite excited about. Yeah. Like with yeah. Green. Uh, Jabari, Sengun, you know, KPJ, if he stays in and around there, mm. um, off the bench, in the bench role, with the pieces they've acquired in this off-season. Mm. Uh, I, I kind of like where they're headed at the minute, so I've given them a C there. I, I really, just touching on Sengun quickly, I really hope they utilise him well because, mm. yes, they've in, they've had a few really handy inclusions over the off-season, but I hope that doesn't come at the cost of his development because yep. he's a guy who has really high potential at this stage of his career. He's already showed signs that he could potentially be like one of the guys to take them forward. So I hope these inclusions help him and not hinder his development because I can kind of see it going either way. Um, But, you know, hope's high. There you go. The LA Clippers, they finished fifth with an overall record of 44 and 38. Lee, what did you make of their season? I gave them a flat C, just a flat C. Going into the season, they looked like one of the, you know, deeper teams in the league. Oh, I thought they had the deepest roster they heading into the league. I thought so. Batum, well. Norman Powell, 
couple other good pieces off the bench. And, you know, it doesn't really mean much at all when both your star players are out for a majority of the season. 56 games to Paul George and 52 for Kawhi mm. uh, throughout the regular season. There. I feel like it's better than previous years, but still, it's yeah, just... It's still ordinary. And it's always going to be a concern with those two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but from memory, I think the majority of the games that PG played Kawhi probably yeah, exactly. is now there and vice versa. With yeah. the both of them on the court, they actually looked really confident, yeah, but it yeah. just was so irregular. It was. I like, it's pretty surprising they actually got 44 wins on the board, to be honest. But yeah, just, like, but, but when Kawhi's out there, I love PG and I love his pot as well. But I think he's almost becoming overrated, PG. Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's very... I saw yeah, some things that he's a top 10 to 15 player within the league, and well, I would not have that. Well, he used to be so highly regarded because he obviously had the offensive and defensive Mm. aspects to his game, and he probably does still, but he's just not – he hasn't been durable enough Mm. to put it on full display, has he? What is it? uh, Availability is the best ability? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and the same goes for Kawhi as well. When he's out there and he's playing regularly, one of the best players in the league due to his multifaceted game, but, you know, both of these guys are in the same boat. It's disappointing. I've given them a C minus. They picked up Westbrook for the second half of the season, um, came in with a real intensity. They ended up going down in the playoffs 4-1 to the Phoenix Suns in the opening round. Uh, you know, when you look at it as a whole, a collective over the last few years, since they mm. made those massive moves to getting PG and Kawhi, you know, I only saw the other day the package that they gave up mm. to pry him away from OKC, PG. It has not aged very well. It has got absolutely robbed. They in, got in rammed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the fact of the matter is it has been a very disappointing little phase in their career and mm-hmm. uh, it continued this season. You know, they are a, they want to be a title-winning team and to, to bow out in the first round 4-1, you know, it's very disheartening if you're a Clippers fan. So C-minus for myself. Like there. at this point, do you, do you even – because I, I don't see them winning. The no, chip. absolutely Like not. do you just – Blow it up, or do you get their value? Like they're in a very awkward position at the moment, aren't they? Because mm. I think, particularly due to the fact that we've already seen in in the years that they've been together, they haven't been able to be out there at the same time. And at some point, I think while whilst their value is still somewhat high, cash you, in. Ha- you have to cash in. We spoke about last week the Toronto Raptors, and I was I gave them a negative mark just for the fact that yeah. they hadn't moved on from. You know, OJ Ananobi, Siak and Van Vliet and actually cashed in while their value was high. Same with Chicago Bulls, as <clears> we were mentioning last week. You've got to get rid of these players. But unless, you're, unless you're going to be truly contending or in and around the mark and you don't want to be sitting at that 9-10 spot, mm. you need to make a move or else you're going to be there for the foreseeable future. And we don't like that. Like, we are, we, are we overestimating how far a, a healthy Paul George and Kawhi Leonard could take the Clippers, you know, well, if they're mm. healthy? Because I think we are. I feel like people think, oh, if they played 82 games, then we'd be going to the finals. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah, with I, I probably don't anymore. Mm. I agree. I'm a bit sceptical. Oh, you days. can't see him getting over the nugs. I can't see him really put up a fight to Phoenix, but mm. I think we're a bit overestimating how far they could take the Clips. Yeah. Where did yeah. you rate their season, Rob? I've been a little harsher. I've given them a D. Yeah, um, I Because I had I high expectations coming into the season, as we were mentioning before. The depth of this team was just almost ridiculous coming into this season. Mm. We thought it would be probably one of the main contributors as to why they were going to be so successful because they had the got like they had top end talent, even though they didn't end up playing much throughout the season. But then they had the bench guys to come on and we thought that they'd destroy every other um, second unit that came on. Yeah. Just wasn't the case. They failed miserably, um, went out early in the playoffs and yeah, overall failure for mine. Let's move ahead to their LA counterparts, the Lakers. I predicted them for a fourth place finish. They finished seventh at 43 and 39. Mm. I've given them a C plus. Mm-hmm. Now, a real case of Jekyll and Hyde this season for them. Uh, an absolutely horrendous first half of the season looked their season looked effectively over. Yeah. It was over for it, all it intensive was. purposes. <laughs> all statistics pointed mm. to like a below one percent chance of them making the playoffs. Yeah. Um they made some big deals. Mm. Big deals at the trade line, acquiring D'Lo, Rui, Vanderbilt, etc. Um, and they rallied big time throughout that second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Were able to make the playing tournament where they took care of the Timberwolves, thus securing a first-round matchup with the Grizzlies. They overcame them 4-2. The 
before beating the Warriors in the second round, 4-2. Uh, they fell to the Nuggets 4-zip in an absolute sweep there. But for me, I think LeBron's still being tasked with doing too much. Yes. Yeah, the simple fact of the matter is AD needs to be a lot more dependable next season. He needs to not be made of glass. He needs to consistently perform. Um, and you've just, you know, this 38-year-old body, for as great as he still is, he's still one of the best players within the league. Mm-hmm. He cannot be burdened with doing that much no. across a full season. He's so. going to though. He you know, is. He's, yeah, ca- yeah, yeah. He's, ca- he's still capable of it. I think. I think the only limitation for AD right now is the injuries. It is. I think he he can be consistent and he and he can be efficient when he's yeah. out there. He can take the whole load off LeBron, but yeah, he just needs to not be glass man. Mm-hmm. Where did you rate their season late? I gave him same as uh, Clippers C as well. Yep. Yeah, like you said, it was. It was a shit show just in, until they until Rob made those big big changes and yeah. <laughs> it, it, the the Lakers always don't have a like consistent timeline of players you know it's so all over the place from Tristan Thompson to like Max Christie's yeah just yeah. very spread out you feel like half the NBA roster has played for the Lakers over <laughs> yeah. the past few years it's been high turnover very high turnover do you, do you, just real quick do you think a, a reason that they haven't oh they say they didn't get to the finals last year was because of the high turnover rate and some of these players don't put too much trust in the Lakers because of the retention rate isn't very high. It certainly would play a factor. Mm. Like you need continuity within a squad and you, you know, do. We've seen the Denver Nuggets, they've had that continuity yeah. and it's kind of paid dividends this season with them winning the chip. Um don't know if it's solely the reason, no. but it would no, certainly no. play a part. I think it's a combination of that and just as simple as it sounds, just the wrong personnel yep. around LeBron James. Actually, can't shoot the ball. Yeah, can't shoot the ball, and it's that that was their that was the vital error that they made. But um, I'm glad that they made those moves um, at the trade deadline to resurrect their season yeah. because I've given them a C, and it's they've basically clawed their grading way back to oh. from where it was originally um, because they would have been receiving near on an F if they had kept up where they were at, given oh, the would expectations. Have been. To be honest, what's below an F? Is there anything? <laughs> a Z. A I Z. don't know. I don't yeah. know if it goes down to Z. But, yeah. no, C for mine, I think, and um, they've endeared themselves to me, the Lakers, because they made, unlike the Chicago Bulls, unlike the Toronto Raptors, they made a decision. They didn't blow it up, but they went the opposite way and said, okay, we're going to recruit players who are going to resurrect our season and going to work really well alongside our main stars. And they they did. They just fell short of the finals, but it was a really valiant effort in the end. I reckon if you're a Lakers fan, Nick, I reckon given where you were at one yeah. stage throughout <laughs> this season, I think you would have taken that. Bro, what's the African proverb? It's uh, it's not how many times you fall down. It's how, how many, many times you get up, Nick. There you go, my man. Like exactly that post-season right. was very impressive for how long their, yeah. their whole squad had been yeah, together. Absolutely. Like I didn't. Mm. It's funny they got over the Grizzlies, let alone the Golden State Warriors. But wasn't it funny in that coming up to that first round? Like the Grizzlies were the better team all season, mm. but I think perhaps all three of us coming into the playoffs predicted the Lakers over the Grizzlies. Yeah. It was just something. There was we. You just felt like something, something was about, brewing. No, wherever wherever LeBron is, you have faith. you can't write him off, you can faith. you? No. Well, let's speak about those Grizzlies. Uh, they finished second with an overall record of fifty-one and thirty-one. Lee, what did you grade their season? I gave them a B, namely because, and I'm not talking about any of the drama outside of the NBA. Just mm-hmm. showing how capable they can be without Jar Moran, and they showed mm. it the previous season as well. Um, JJJ. Winning, winning defensive player of the year. I'd say it's uh, be dumb to say it's not his best. It's his best. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I gave him a B. I've given them a C. I uh, thought Desmond Bain was huge, and likewise, I liked what I saw when Jar wasn't playing. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a great indicator if, of where a team's headed if they can play really well without their star. Um, it's a great indicator as to where they'll be for the first 25 games yeah, throughout next season. Exactly right. <laughs> um, missing Stephen Adams, I thought, hurt them. For the season, just a yep. little bit of locker, uh, a little bit of on court leadership. Mm. Um, glad to see Dylan Brooks gone. He was more trouble than he was worth, yep. and I think he's effectively probably one of the reasons, key reasons they lost against the Lakers four two in the first round. Um, they were the number two seed. He opened his fat trap, awoken the beast mm. that is mm. LeBron James, okay. and got put to the sword. 
Uh, yeah, a C, could have argued a C minus. Number two C going down in the first round pretty comprehensively isn't a good look, but I've given them a C. Yep, I've um, I've actually given them a B minus. Um, I thought they had a really impressive regular season given key personnel were out for extended periods of time. So mm. they've earned my respect for that. But then, yeah, when you do go out as early as they did in the playoffs, you lose some points. And um, it's going to be really interesting, those first 20-odd games, what is it, 25 games without John Morant next season. Can they can they stay in the picture? Like, can, can they remain, be competitive mm. for those first 25 games? What... Just quickly, where do, where do you think they will be after those first 25 games next season? Eight, They've shown 10 and 15. 10 and 15. So we're, we're, we're roughly with that place. Yeah, probably be like around the nine mark or 10, maybe. Yeah, 10 mark. Okay. Nine, 10. Yeah. I'm putting them three to six or three to five, actually. Because of the capability that they've been able to play without Jarman. Over the, I just two, think the rest of the league's too good. Yeah. But over the two last two seasons, they've been, they've proven very capable, not to add that they've, They've acquired uh, Marcus Marcus, Smart, and I think think they're going to not cause havoc, but I think that will be in the picture. Yeah, and I'd probably have them around the six to eight mark by the time Jar comes back, and that's probably that we're all in different phases. It'll be interesting (laughs) to see how that plays out. I I know how how important as a Boston Celtics fan is Marcus Smart Mm. is to your franchise, just in terms of leading, particularly without Jar Moran, who is one of their existing leaders, to to not have him out there. It's going to be a really good um, replacement from a leadership perspective. I just hope they give just a a few more minutes to guy that's going off in the. the summer league, Kenny Lofton. Yeah, yeah, Lofton. Like he, he got five average five minutes last last year. He needs more. He's, he's showing Kenny. what he can do. He's a big man. He's he, a he, stocky character. He does not have the stereotypical NBA no. body, does he? And th- this isn't he's any disrespect, the, uh, but he doesn't doesn't have it. He's got the uh, the building towards a sumo wrestler. <laughs> he's, he's early day yoker, isn't he? Yeah, like, absolutely. Just got, but maybe that's the recipe for success in this day and age of basketball. So yeah. Can't fault him there. Uh, going ahead to the Minnesota Timberwolves, they finished eighth with an overall record of forty-two and forty. Row, what did you think of the season, and what grading did you have for the Timberwolves? I said before the pod that Philly were my most disliked team, but Scratch actually, that out. this is this is my most disliked team, Minnesota, yeah. and I gave them a C minus mm-hmm. um, regular seat. Yes, they they did make the playoffs, but look what they did coming into this season, throwing absolutely. A ridiculous Bats. contract at Rudy Gobert, oh. and he's just had such a mess season. Like he's just didn't set the world on he fire. He is a mess. He is. He, he, he is. is a mess. He, he really sucks. is. And you know the fact the fact that Carl um, Anthony Towns was out for a lot of this season, which you, you do have to take into account. But then you think, okay, the guy who they've just paid an absolute bag to has to surely perform higher than he normally would, and he just didn't. And they're just a, a, with exception to Anthony Edwards for mine. They're just such a unlikable team. Oh, I agree. Team. I agree. Just really, really hope for the worst. Yeah, I gave them a C. I, to be honest, I agree with everything you said. I thought Ant looked great when he was leading mm. the team. Cat and Gobert, I don't think can coexist. Uh, to be honest, the guy that most excited me before injury bestruck mm. him was Naz Reed. Oh, Naz. I yes. thought he was. Yeah, really. Yeah, he had a yeah. really, really good phase there. Um, what about slow mo? I just forgot about uh, slow mo. Oh my goodness! <laughs> he had a good I love slow mo. I, I saw parts of my front lawn grow in the time it took him <laughs> to cross from one end of the court to the other. Yes. Um, He's a slow operator. Yeah, he is a slow operator. But he, they did make the playoffs. They went down four-one in the first round to the Denver Nuggets, um, clinching their way through the plane. But yeah, just they're in a funny spot. They're almost too good to tank, but not good enough to actually compete. Yeah. Uh, as you said, very unlikable C for me. I don't have much more to add. I, I, no, I gave him a D plus, but we've pr- pretty much covered all the points. Beautiful. Let's go ahead then to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, finished ninth with a record of 42 and 40. I've given them a D. Um, it was just another year plagued with injuries for Zion Williamson. And for to be honest, he is the barometer for them. Mm. Came into the season, you know, I predicted them sixth. Uh, I thought with that starting five, CJ McCollum, uh, Valentunas, Herb Jones, um, who else am I thinking there? Zion, and who was the other other Ingram. bloke we were expecting to see? Ingram. Ingram, Ingram yeah, that's yeah, it. My yeah. apologies. Uh, they they did look competent throughout the first half of the season, but injuries just continued to mount. They lost that continuity. Um, for me, I was positive to see Dyson Daniels. 
a bloke I had very, very high expectations for. Yes. Um, and have for a while. That he got a really good get, level of game time. Uh, they went down to OKC in the plane, and that was the end of their season. But again, as I said, everything in New Orleans really hangs in the balance on what happens to Zion. Um, and the way things are going, the, the injuries that are troubling him, things aren't looking good. So a big D there for me. I gave him a I gave him a C plus just taking into account that, that they got over five five hundred record without Zion. I think that was pretty impressive. But like you were saying, it is such a shame that this guy, this generational talent that came into the league, imagine being a New Orleans Pelicans fan on the night that Zion got drafted. You would have thought this is this is the barometer of change, mm. and and now not not only is it is it not the barometer of change. He's actually holding them back. You've got a lot of guys on pretty big contracts over at New Orleans. Could that make a good nickname just quickly what? for a player? What? The barometer of change. Mm. I like the it. The barometer of change. BOC. Yeah. He's BIG, isn't he? Far out. He's big boy. But, but, but he is just holding them back. Like, how many more seasons of this? Whatever injury it is, do you have to wait until you blow it up? Yeah. Or you trade yeah. him at, at low value and you blow up your team? I don't know how many more. I'd and, say one. And you were mentioning, Lee, like Pelicans fans on draft night thinking, geez, we've got some, some success on the mm. way. But I also think when you think about it, look at him coming into the league. He was a big boy, probably bigger than most NBA players would be coming in. It's fair to say. I would keep accounting how many times we talk about the Pelicans and you use the word big. We're up to three. I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's factually correct that he was yeah. he was a big boy coming into the league. But there also would have been the concern, I think, that he was he was going to experience these kind yeah. of injuries because guys who are ultra tall and lanky, like Shed Holmgren, yep. guys who are Way, way heavier than the normal NBA mm-hmm. player, always have this additional risk that they're going to be out for extended yep. periods. So I think there's Pelicans fans who almost would be thinking, geez, we've had a rough run with him, but it's also probably to be expected yeah. to some extent. Yeah. Maybe was, was that on his scouting report much? Uh, I, I, he didn't really struggle with injuries too much throughout his college career. The yeah. only, I think the worst of it was him blowing out his Nike shoes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was right. Apart from injuries, yeah. I think he was... Pretty unscathed. But, but when you think about it, college v NBA, just in <clears> terms of schedule intensity, of just a different beast, yeah. isn't it? So it was always sort of expected Possible. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you grade them? Sorry, bro. You've uh, sorry, I had a C, um, C for the New Orleans Pelicans. And just basically because, yes, they didn't have a great regular season, but there, there were contributing factors as to why that happened. Very good. Personnel out. Yep. Let's push ahead to OKC. Lee, they finished 10th with a record of 40 and 42. What did you grade their season for us? Big B plus. Big okay. B plus. Actually, no, I'm going to change that to an A minus just because they absolutely exceeded mm. expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, standout year for Shea. Uh, Josh Giddy added a shooting element to his yeah. game, which was a big, big concern. We, You know, last year we thought this this guy, it's, it's all right, but he may just be a facilitator. He may be a playmaker and he's... Showing that he's not going to be mm. just that. Yeah. Um, Jalen Williams, the obviously better one. <laughs> no, no, no diss on the other Jalen Williams. Oh, but not at all. The Jalen Williams showed out. You yeah. know, this was his second year in the league, was it? First uh, year. Was it his second year? Sorry. Yeah, it might be his sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, so yeah. You know, we all hear about third year is the breakout year. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what, what comes from him. And minus. Season. Mm. A minus, yes. I gave them a B plus. I thought they did a. Phenomenal job, despite being without their number two overall pick, Shit yeah. Holmgren. Giddy, mm-hmm. as you said, Lee, super solid, continuing to add to his game, whereas SGA took his game from star to superstar. Yep. MVP caliber almost. Averaging 31.5 points, five rebounds, five and a half assists, as well as being one of the most clutch players within the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up making the plane where they were knocked out the Pelicans before falling to the T-Wolves in that ultimate uh, matchup for the eighth seed. But what a season. They were just super, super plucky, super fun to root for. And if you're an OKC fan, the you know, the sky's the limit over the next decade. Mm. The the players you have already, the draft assets you still have to come, it is gonna be a hell of a hell of a ride there in OKC. So I thought this year was tremendous to say the least. B plus. Yep. Good. Um and I've given them an A minus. I've getting them getting them into that A territory. And I think out of 
any team in the league, arguably, they're probably in one of the best positions, both mm-hmm. from an aspect of having the existing talent, as you said, Nick, but also having plenty to look forward to in yeah. terms of high draft picks to come. Yeah, I, I, I love the Oklahoma City Thunder, and it's just handy from an Australian perspective <laughs> that one of the main guys on that roster is home homegrown. So, Well, well they've now also got uh, Jack White and Paddy Mills as well, yeah, completing Pat. a bit of an Aussie contingent there. They're almost, they almost have to be your – if you're an Australian, they almost have to be your token team yeah, now, don't they? Absolutely. Just given that. I mean, the faith that OKC and, and the, the perspective they went into that draft to draft Giddy at six. He was meant to go like 13, but I mean, they's meant to go top three in my eyes. Yeah, I know, but, but <laughs> he was too, wasn't he? All scouting reports yeah. were like 10 to 13. So there's a lot of knocks on him. Pick a needle through the haystack. That, yeah. that is the main thing, though, isn't it? Like the fact that there were knocks on him. Basically, we saw those scouting reports. They've almost become famous now. Absolutely. The fact that people were saying he's the basic attributes that you need to play basketball, he didn't. Athleticism, have. shooting whatever else, and he's just surpassed all yeah, of them. He just proved, proved them Just wrong. a triple-double machine, nothing but good things coming for him. Yep. Phenomenal, phenomenal talent. I agree. Uh, Roy, the Phoenix Suns, they finished fourth with a record of 45 and 37. What did you make of their season? Yeah, tricky one. I've given, was a tricky one. I've given them a B-. minus. Um, there, there were two aspects to this. Like, I think at... Many stages throughout the course of the regular season, we were saying that their window had shut. Mm-hmm. And I think particularly given they've just come from a really successful run and then to have their window rapidly shutting, yep. I thought, yeah, that, that was probably that was problematic and, you know, it was a real issue for them going forward. But they've so with the acquisition of KD and then to show just that they... the door wide open again. Yeah, yeah, to show that they're still... They're not just going to lie down. And, it, again, it's sort of one of these cases where... You're not just going to, you know, wallow in that seven, mm. six, seven, eight spot. Mm-hmm. You're going to actually do something about it. And to acquire one of, if not the best, pure scorer in the league, um, I think I give them huge points for that. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to next season for Phoenix. I gave them a C plus. Uh, as you said, you kind of take this season with a grain of salt. It's a funny one. Um Undoubtedly, the expectation when they got KD would have been to win a title. Mm. Um, so disappointing probably for them not to cross that hump. I thought Booker was tremendous and really, even when KD was there, was still kind of highlighted as the number one guy. I'm almost better. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul struggled with injuries and consistency. You know, I thought they, for the most part, did not too bad a job of integrating KD. Mm. Probably didn't have quite enough time and he missed a bit of time as well once he joined. Yeah, they were good enough to beat the Clippers four-one in the opening round. They succumbed to the Nuggets four-two in the second round. You know, all signs, especially with the acquisition of Bradley Beal this off-season, their window is well and truly wide open. Mm. Uh, this year wasn't it, but I've given them a C plus. Yeah, crazy Lee. that they got Bradley Beal. Why? You know, because <laughs> I don't think it was that good of a move. <laughs> yeah, jury's out, isn't it, for that one? Um, Phoenix Suns, I gave him a B. Yep. We say it looked like the door was closing. The door was practically closed before KD came in. They, mm. they, I, I don't know if you remember before he came in, they couldn't string a win, a win together to save their life. Mm. And it was almost all, all, all sirens were on until the, the guardian angel, Matt Ishbia came out of the game <laughs> and rose up and somehow acquired KD because it would have been such a hard predicament. Yeah, okay, Chris Paul's on the way out because he's ageing. You can probably trade Aiton. But then, mm. like, what do you do with this? Arguably the best shooting guard in the mm. league in Devin Booker. Yep. Um, what what do you do once the windows close and that's what you've got? But mm. saving grace came and picked up KD. And he, what you can do with uh, pretty full pockets, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the world's your oyster. Yeah, <laughs> with, without Matt Ishbia, I'd probably give the Suns a C, but he's he's marked them up to a B. But I, yeah, like you said, there's not much too much more to add. Booker had a great season all, all round. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I just want to see some effort from Aiton next season, or yeah. some some kind of indication he that he to wants fall to fall down the pecking order. He does, doesn't he? He's mm. uh, he's in a real funny position. And- like God, if he was jealous last season with with Booker and KD getting most of the most of the ball, imagine next season with with Beal. Jealous by Labyrinth, top of his playlist, reckon before game day. <laughs> <I'd> probably <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Uh, let's move ahead to a team. We've got four to go, lads. A team that probably doesn't need to touch on too long because it was a train wreck of a year. Lee, the Portland Trailblazers finished 13th with an overall record of 33 and 
49. Mm. What do you have to say about them and, and their grading? Yeah, D minus. A very, I mean, you could, I could say a lot about the Trailblazers last season and it would apply to the last five seasons. You mm-hmm. know, it was very, I felt like I was in, in Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the addition of Shane Sharp through the draft. Um, yep. And I feel like he he has room to grow, but overall, there's nothing nothing new. Happened, yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. Like Dame, he was an incredible his incredible self when he played, similar to Steph Curry, mm-hmm. but he missed time. Likewise, Nurkic, Nurkic lost time. They struggled just to find a balance. Um, the only positive for me, like I've given them a D minus as well, was Anthony Simons. Mm. Um, his game elevated big time, and he's going to be a key part of their their nucleus moving forward. No, in that last third of the season, they were essentially playing a G League team. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. You know, you're seeing names come onto the court and you're like, my goodness, I'm an avid basketball <laughs> fan. Like, I, I tend to think I know quite a bit about what's going on and the players within the league. I could not tell you who they are. They were almost like 2K generated type it, players, weren't they? It, like, it was, absolutely. So yep. a D minus there, uh, disappointing year, to say the least, in Portland. Mm, I'm with you. D for disappointing for me as well. And... You know, in terms of Ross, in terms of rosters on paper, I'm not saying they're the best roster on paper, but you you don't anticipate them to finish that low, even with Damian mm. Lillard injured. Mm-hmm. But you do have to take that into account. And I, I think going forward, particularly if Dame does end up leaving, and you know they've got to watch fr- this space. It's day by day, hour by hour at the minute. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it is. It really is. But to have that fresh start going forward with with Scoot as your franchise player, I think that's a really good thing for them to come. Okay, out of us three, is Dame leaving? And if so, yes. where's he going? He's Miami. leaving um, and he'll get his way to Miami. He'll, he'll get there. He's yeah. going to throw an absolute bitch fit if he doesn't. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not putting faith. For, for as much media has been put out, I, I'm just going to say he's going to stay in Portland. Really? He's going to wow. be such a sulking, moaning, little whiny Dirtbag, James Harden. Isn't it funny how Damian? I love Damian Lillard. Yes. Don't get me wrong, but isn't it funny how throughout the course of his career with the Blazers, he's made a he, he's created a reputation of almost being this no nonsense, no fuss, not going to create negative yeah, yeah. headlines. Just stick with my team and get the job done. And here we go. And now he's here, and he's but he, he the rumors the are starting to uh, you know he's looking down and he's on the back nine as well. Another yeah. player who's well into his thirties now seen that that window for a championship's closing and teams in the league are only getting better. Like Exactly. Portland's not the team you want to be a part of if you are going for a title. I'm going to lie. I don't even want to see him on the heat. I'd, I'd much, I know they probably wouldn't even be in title contention come the latter end of the postseason, but I'd just love to see him on the nets with Macau Bridges and he's, you know, good mates with him. So. I'd love to see him in Charlotte, make, would you? Make Brooklyn I'd great love again. to see him in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, wish, thinking. Out of all teams, that'd be the last. Pigs will fly tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, Wait, where do you want to see him? Uh, yeah, I, I think he'll go Miami. Like, do you want to see him there? I wouldn't mind that. Linking up with Jimmy, Mr. Work Hard, be the man. Like, I think it'd be super fun. Yep. I think that roster as a whole would just be dynamite. So Yeah, and I'm, I'm already imagining him in that, like, Vice City. Yeah. That I think he'd look real good in it. So, yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, let's move ahead. The Sacramento Kings, they finished third with a record of 48 and 34. I gave them an A. Mm. What an incredible uh, incredible season. They defied not only us, but I, I think every single NBA fan and pundit out there, their expectations, mm. not only to make the playoffs as a starting point, which they had failed to do so for nearly two decades, but to clinch the third seed, incredible. Um, they unfortunately went down 4-3 to the Warriors in the opening round yet take nothing away from what they achieved mm. during the season. Sabonis and Fox led the team incredibly, incredibly well, but they also had heaps of production out of players like Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, Harrison Barnes, and Keegan Murray. Keegan. Um, you know, they we spoke about it quite a bit. They just continued not to play any defense. They doubled down on the offensive end, mm. which we didn't think was possible. Um, but, you know, play to your strengths, fair play. You know, they've just fully embrace the fact that they're going to be a defensive liability. All right, we'll just shoot the lights out and see how we go, which worked well enough this season. Uh, I can't wait to see how they build for next season. A really fantastic campaign for the uh, the Sacramento Kings. Mm. Yeah, I've given them an A, and it's probably a little bit stiff not to be an A-plus, really, given what their last 16 years or there or thereabouts mm-hmm. 
perhaps even longer, longer looked like. Um, you know, it's almost came out of the blue and for them to have such an impressive regular season. And I think we said coming into the playoffs, to be honest, like even if they went out early in the playoffs, it's still a massive pass mark for the Sacramento yeah. King, just given the expectations and given they've almost turned a losing culture into one which Sacramento Kings can look forward to going forward. And the light, the beam, I almost want to give them an A-plus for that. What a yeah. great initiative. Yeah. How fun's that? Exactly. The light, the beam, but they also had didn't they have like the defensive player, uh, like necklace thing that they gave out yeah, to whoever yeah. was the best. It, yeah. It's just like these little added initiatives that get people excited and get their players excited as well. 100% leave for yourself, the Kings. Go an A as well. Yep. Yeah, that, that, even that postseason, even though they went down in the first round, that year they went down. They were right there. They mm. went down in seven mm. to the reigning champs. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's not who you want to go up against. And, and, but, but it, it's, it shows how I, I think good they are going to be going forward. Like yeah. at the start of that playoff series, they had all, did you, did you see that thing where they had all teams sign? A document that yeah. said, "Like I'll be fully combined. Like they're they're going in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I good like... signs the other day. Just quickly with Keegan Murray in the summer oh, league, dropping was, forty yeah. odd points. He's he's got a big year ahead of him. I reckon he does. It's going to be dynamite. Mm. Um, speaking about a team who's probably going to be dynamite next season, they weren't so much last season. Uh, the Spurs row they finished fifteenth with a record of twenty two and sixty, the same as the aforementioned mm. Houston Rockets." Uh, what did you think of them? Pretty much what we expected. What we expected, maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah, like the expectations were low, but they probably, what was it, 22 wins? Probably, 22 and 60. Probably didn't meet their over-under in terms of wins, did they, coming into the season? But I think they probably did well to get 20 wins. Yeah, the way honestly, squad was, yeah. That's, yeah. that's almost overs for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Which, which, which speaks to how bad they are. Yeah. I might change mine on the fly then because originally I had C minus, but thinking about it, it probably was like probably was all right for them to get oh. to that 20, 22 win. So um, it's much of what we expected. We saw highlights at certain stages out of um, Keldon Johnson, for example, who he, he didn't like we thought he could potentially be like a most improved player type be candidate, but yeah. he did show signs at certain stages. Um, so I liked what I saw of him and, yeah, next year's the main year going forward for the um, Spurs. He was one of my hidden gems going into the season. I was, uh, I'd was i put quite a lot of stock into Keldon Johnson. Mm. Uh, he was serviceable, probably didn't reach the lofty expectations that I had placed on his shoulders. Uh, despite that, though, I thought number nine pick in last year's draft, Jeremy Sohan, was more than serviceable. Uh, he did, delivered some really high-level performances, mm. and I think alongside Wemby, will form a, a big part of their core moving forward. Uh, don't really have much to say about them. You know, as I said, probably did well to get 20 wins. The mm-hmm. expectations were low. Predicted them for a 15th place finished, and that's what they they executed they on. Got. So, uh, yeah, nothing too much to write home about there. No. And I'd have more to say on them if I watched the Spurs last <laughs> season, which I, I, I don't even know if I watched a game of the Spurs. And if I, I did, watch probably would have been versus a different team. I'm just trying to look up Keldon Johnson's shooting percent. It's not as bad as I thought. 45% from the field. But, yeah, I mean, I, I that was my glaringly obvious standing out point that mm-hmm. he, he should have taken more of a leap. And I, I was disappointed that he didn't. I gave him a uh, C-. minus. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead to our final team, the Utah Jazz. They finished 12th with a record of 37 and 45. I gave them a B-. minus. I thought they started the season like a house on fire. Mm-hmm. It was one of the feel-good stories of the year. You know, I predicted them for a 13th place finish. Mm. I thought they were going to be a tough watch. Laurie Markinen, that was another uh, play. I'll, I'll pat myself on the back there. We saw what he did with the Finnish national team mm. going into the season, mm-hmm. and it was just incredible, mm. incredible. He carried that straight into the regular season, played at an all-star level, averaging 25.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, 2 assists. Likewise, I thought the addition, you know, they lost Rudy Gobert, mm. lost Donovan Mitchell, Got a huge, oh, huge yes. chest of assets. But I thought getting Walker Kessler, yeah. oh, I thought he was tremendous mm. filling mm. that role that Rudy Gobert left. Played a better year than Rudy uh, Gobert. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, they started to shut things down, um, you know, in that, that last, second half of the season. By the time the All-Star break rolled around, things were well and truly in shutdown mode. Mm. Mm-hmm. Again, take nothing away from what they achieved. It's kind of like we spoke about the Indiana Pacers last, last week, right? Yep. 
you know, we saw enough from them that you would be positive about their future no and, and what they've mm. got on the horizon. Uh, as I said, especially with all the draft assets they've accumulated, the players they've got there as well at the moment, Kessler, Markinen, even Taylor Horton Tucker getting some game time yep. this this season yep. looked good. Uh, Sexton, enough to like about them. So I was uh, I thought they had a good season with a B minus. Yeah, I've given them a B. Um, as you were mentioning, just they came out of the blocks, didn't they? Like oh, they they hot. they were almost like they tricked us a little bit. Yeah. Like I think they were a lot of people were thinking, oh geez, maybe they will be fin- like finishing in those last few spots in the playoffs, but they did fall back down to earth, to be expected, given yep. it's a team of misfits and a team of, that, that on paper doesn't seem like they really fit well together, but they they all seem to have a fairly decent um, season. And they obviously, as you were mentioning, earned a lot of marks for Laurie Markinen, who for all intents and purposes was probably, uh, I'm not going to say out of the league, but he just wasn't looking like he was going to be a. We thought um, he was a bust. Going forward. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm more than happy to put my hand up and say that oh, me too. his time with the Bulls, time with the Cavs, Cavs yeah. we'd just about written him off. Mm. I thought he could have been a low level role player yeah. at most. Yeah. But now he's going to be leading this team going forward. So, and looked great doing it. So good, didn't he? I wonder yep. if he's killed anyone yet. <laughs> oh, oh, probably not the way we want <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's over there. He's, uh, going, he's posting him in the in the bloody toll grass. What do you reckon, Jack? Right someone who would just straight with the uh, the heavy weaponry, or just think he'd like kind of creep up and just slit throats? Ah, uh, why? Well, there's no creeping up when you're near on seven. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I think as well. I think it's just all guns blazing. <laughs> yeah, Did we like the um, keeping Jordan Clarkson move? What is it? Three years? Yeah, I. I, I I didn't I mind think so. it. I liked it. They need shooting on that squad, um, mm. and he seems to enjoy it there. He seemed to be playing good ball. I, I've got no issues with it. I don't it mind it, but it was an interesting one because they almost seemed to clean up shop, didn't they? So yeah. it's like they've held on to some existing assets, but he's probably that one of the guys who you can afford to hang on to and, and will be handy going forward. Yeah. Uh, what did you give them, Lee? I gave him an A-. minus. A-? Actually, yeah, because I base, yeah. If, if we're basing this off how they actually went, it would just be Nuggets at the top and Spurs at the bottom, which it was, but it would be in chronological order. I'd also base it off expect my expectations yeah, going so into going the into start the, of the season. And going yeah. in, I said... I'm glad I communicated that well in the group <laughs> chat. That's good. <laughs> I said, they, yeah, they have a, a lot of okay pieces, Colin yeah. Sex and Laurie Markinen, but this is it just a jumble of nothing, you know, mm-hmm. and they proved me wrong. There you go, fellas. We have rattled through all 15 teams within the Western Conference over the course of the last fortnight. We've gone through all 30 teams, um, giving our thoughts on the season that was, thus officially pretty much putting a bow in the season 2022-2023. Said at the top of the show, guys, going to now embark on a bit of a break, kind of reset, recharge after what has been just a uh, an action-packed season, to say the least. It mm. really has been has phenomenal been. from start to finish. All the players, all the storylines, all the outcomes, uh, it has been a ripper, to say the least. As I said, though, be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, to ensure you stay up to date with all the news throughout the off-season from both the NBA and the NBL. Uh, lads, 2022, 2023, mm. done. There you done go. There you have it. it. Yeah, Jesus. It's been a long season, but it's been a very eventful one as well. And yeah, it's it's probably one of the one of the better ones when you think uh, about absolutely. it in retrospect. Yep, okay. probably one of the most even early title favourites. Uh, Denver. Oh, yeah, I mean you Hard can't write off say. Denver, can you? With the sun to Quarren Bradley Bill? No. no, 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 I don't think so. I think Denver are too good, Lee. Yeah, yeah I'm in the Nuggets too. There you go, early predictions. Well, certainly looking forward to getting back into that. A couple of weeks' time, we'll start turning all focus into next season. Uh, till then, guys, enjoy the next couple of weeks. We will certainly do so, and can't wait to come back refreshed and recharged very soon. From Lee, Roy, and myself, guys, take care. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye.